and welcome to episode 8 of the Fierce Calling Podcast. I'm your host, author, blogger, and speaker, Dora Swift. What would life be like if you could hear God's whispers of love to you? Did you know that He longs to have those kinds of conversations with you? As you connect with God, you can find out more about your own heart. You can discover new ways to pray and listen that allow two-way conversations with Him. In this episode, I'm talking with my friend, Nancy Booth. Nancy is an author and certified spiritual director who walks alongside women as they seek to hear more of what God has for them and their daily living and purposes. But just five short years ago, Nancy suffered from clinical depression and anxiety. She found it difficult to even get out of bed. She would ask questions like, where are you, God? How can I hear your voice? Well, God answered her call and taught her how to have two-way conversations with him. And her fierce calling now is allowing other women to know how to have two-way conversations with God. He delivered her from all of her anxiety and depression so that she could walk in this fierce calling and help other women do the same. If you'd like to hear more about having two-way conversations with God, listen in as I have a chat with Nancy Booth. Welcome to another episode of the Fierce Calling Podcast, and I have my friend Nancy Booth with me. I'm so glad to have her on today. She is a writer and a spiritual director, so we're going to learn more about that. Welcome, Nancy. Thanks. I'm so glad to be here, Doris. Tell us a little bit about where your passion comes from. Where does your passion, compassion, and conviction intersect that drives you to do what God's calling you to do in this Fierce Calling? Well, the three things intersect with basically prayer. And I'm so excited to see how God wants to talk to women through conversations with them in prayer. I found that all women can experience hearing God. That was something new to me initially. And as I have experimented, I guess I would say, with different kinds of conversations that he and I have that uh, he really wants to talk to us. And it's just how to listen, taking the time to listen, and creating the space. And spiritual direction basically is that creating the space, being someone who comes alongside someone, creates a space, the stillness to be able to hear God's voice. My passion comes along with the support, the encouragement to have those conversations with Jesus. Nothing better than that. Nothing better. That's beautiful. And I love how you talk about having a two-way conversation. So how does that look? I've talked to women and one of the things that I've heard women say is, well, I don't exactly know what to say in prayer or it's silent, you know, (laughs) when I'm talking to him or it's a one-way conversation type of thing. Mm -hmm. And I found that, for example, the Psalms are great examples of praying to God, like what to say to him. Mm -hmm. And as you read or even using scripture to use as prayer, so as you use God's word as a prayer to him, it almost is like he begins to plant seeds in your thoughts or in your heart. And you realize, well, where did that come from? And so it's not necessarily audible, but those feelings and thoughts and ideas come where you wonder where in the world, but you know it's truth because it's agreeing with what's in scripture. Perfect. So yeah. it's not 
out there in left field. Yes. It's still agreeing with what you're reading in the Bible. Very cool. I think too, a lot of us will tend to overanalyze or try to filter things. Like when those inspiring thoughts or God putting something on our heart is coming through, we tend to doubt and say, oh, that's just me. But then like you say, sometimes it's like, but really, how could that be me? Because I wouldn't have thought of that. (laughs) You know, it's like, that that can't be me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, exactly. It's kind of like leaving your hands open for wonder Mm. and kind of coming, well, the Mary Martha story where Jesus says, you know, Mary has chosen the best thing to Mm. sit at Jesus's feet. It does take practice. It does take intention. And yet when you do, you begin to see and feel more comfortable, less doubting. It is moving from your head to your heart. And like you say, not be quite so analytical but really trusting his heart for you because he truly delights in you. His wraparound presence is all I need is one of the things it says in Psalm 62. Beautiful. So you just, oh, I know. I love that. And I love what you said about leaving your hands open for wonder, mm-hmm. just being expectant mm-hmm. that you're going to hear from him, you know, that he wants to talk to you yeah. because that's another thing. And it could stem from how we've been raised or just things that we've been told or taught that God is so reverent that, you know, why would he want to talk to me? You know, I'm just this little speck of the universe, but he knows us personally and he sees us and he wants to have a relationship. So what a beautiful calling that you have to help come alongside women to find this truth and to be able to engage in it and be empowered to do what God's calling them to do. Mm -hmm. Because most importantly, they need to hear from him to know what he wants them to do. So tell us more about the prayer and what you do to help people in that. Mm -hmm. I I think one of the things is we look at different ways that we can approach God in prayer. I actually was thinking about what were some things that even your listeners could take away today. And breath prayer is one of my favorites in terms of something simple, but it can be so profound. And breath prayer is simply just thinking, what's a name I have for God that it's like a favorite, whether it's Abba Father or Emmanuel or something that is is close to me. You would breathe in because God is as close as our breath. Breathe in Emmanuel as we think about the coming of the holiday. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel, breathe in. And then what is it you're asking him for? Peace. And then so you breathe that out. So Emmanuel, peace be with me. That prayer is just that simple. And then you can pray it throughout the day, even if you have to set the alarm on your phone. And and you can take his presence then throughout the day. Um, Because I know even myself, when I first started wanting his presence throughout the day, it's like, I start really well, and then I'm off and running and and forget to take God with me throughout the day. He's with (laughs) me, but I'm not paying attention. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) just taking that simple movement of that prayer, I know I can at least stop at lunch. And, you know, before the end of the day and even at night begins to open up that wonder and Mm. that noticing. With my spiritual direction training, we did some imaginary prayer and taking 
imagination into, I mentioned Mary and Martha. Mm-hmm. So putting yourself into that scene and seeing yourself and what was it like when Jesus was coming to your house and yeah. how you're feeling and, you know, what does Jesus want to say to you as you're exploring that whole scene, using the, your imagination in different settings throughout, really the Gospels are the best place to mm-hmm. put yourself in the scene. Mm-hmm. In fact, that was one of the healing parts for me at a retreat that I went to. I was able to, um, when we first got to this retreat, we got little gift bags, you know, and I was at the time fighting depression. And so my friend said, oh, come. Mm-hmm. And, and, but the little treat bag set had a verse in it and says, are you here for some healing? Mm-hmm. So, hmm. As a matter of fact, I am. (laughs) (laughs) And so that whole weekend was a lot of imaginary prayer Mm -hmm. through body movement and silence. We had a whole day of silence and solitude. And I really left feeling healed and whole Mm -hmm. and kind of that base of God met me there. And that's just what I want for women. Perfect. You You felt such a connection then. And Mm -hmm. I love how you were talking about putting ourselves in the story because we are part of the story. We are part of God's great plan and we are part of his story. And so imagining what would it have been like to invite Jesus into our home? And would we be the one scurrying in the kitchen or would we be the one sitting at his feet? And it's pretty amazing to think along those lines. And it's a good way to expand our thoughts on that. And when you were talking about breath prayer, I remember reading about those before, and it really was impactful for me because thinking about speaking to the Lord, we're in conversation with him all day long Mm -hmm. and just conversing with him and acknowledging that he is present and he is there. Because I think about what if, what if I invited you to lunch, Nancy, and we're sitting at lunch and I don't say one word to you. And I act as if I'm sitting there by myself, I open my computer, my laptop, and I start writing, you know, and you're sitting there going, um, hello, you know, so it's like, you know, we, we wouldn't think of doing that no, with a friend. It's that whole thing, because Jesus does call us his friend, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. so to approach Jesus as that he does want that kind of relationship mm-hmm. with us, yeah, and then what happens after that? It does take some time. In fact, I had someone else say to me, well, it's just me getting to the point of sitting down with him. And I thought, yeah. So what's it, what's it going to take to develop that desire? Yeah. And that's only a question that, you know, you and God can decide. What's it going to take to get you to that beginning conversation? I can't do that, but I can sure pray for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I love how you help uh, women find that intentionality in their lives mm-hmm. and to carve out that time. Although we can speak with him all day long, we can also have that quiet time. And mm-hmm. it, it may be a different time of day for different women, depending on what their life looks like. Yeah. The season of their life makes a huge difference. And it might only be 10 minutes, Mm. but 10 minutes of intentional conversation goes a long way. (laughs) That's freeing because sometimes we will compare ourselves Mm -hmm. to other women that we know, you know, oh, well, that woman takes an hour every morning or wakes up at four and, you know, or whatever, and spends all that time with the Lord. But it doesn't have to look the same for every person for it to be a personal and passionate connection. No. 
it doesn't. Like you said, if you think about even a conversation with a girlfriend, 10 or 15 minutes, you guys can cover a lot of ground. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And we never seem to be short of words either. (laughs) We never have a lack of words when we get together, usually, you know, for conversation. So, right. Exactly. Yeah. We're talking about different kinds of prayer. Like I know I remember thinking I used to have to have this long prayer list Mm. that I should be praying for this person and this person and this person. And I've I've learned that God is faithful to help me intercede for people um, that he brings to mind Mm. so that I don't have to keep a long list because I'm not good at at keeping (laughs) long lists. But uh, recently in my intercession time, I was asking God, who do you bring to mind? And it was so cool because he brought my granddaughter to mind Mm. and uh, she's eight. Going back to some of the imagination kind of thing, he showed me that I was to pray for her heart and to come to Jesus, to know Jesus herself. And then he showed me uh, she and Jesus, she was just skipping down the road, Mm. you know, happy and holding Jesus' hand. And Mm. I thought, what a beautiful picture. So I was kind of puzzled, honestly, Uh why Jesus was giving me you know, this imaginary picture. Come to find outdoors. It's, it's, it's good to a grandma's heart. Good for uh-huh. a mom's heart too, but it's good for a grandma's heart. Come to find out um, that about that same time, and this has just happened in the last two weeks, that indeed at a Good News Club, she had asked Jesus to be her, her friend. She had asked Jesus in her heart. It's like, oh my word. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Wow. Praise the Lord. It that was just so, so cool. Precious. So, you know, you just, as you start developing those conversations with Jesus, you just never know mm-hmm. where he's going to take you. Yeah. What a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that. And yeah, as, as a gammy, I can totally relate <laughs> to that as being precious. And the Good News Club. How amazing for those that may not know what the Good News Club is. Mm -hmm. It is a club that meets in a public school after school as one of the other clubs, any other club, and they uh, teach the children about Jesus and they have like a shepherd. They all have different roles that they do within the club setting and they also give children things to bring home. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes the families will come to Jesus through the child coming to the Lord. And there's been so many decisions for Christ through the Good News Club as part of Child Evangelism Fellowship. It's Mm -hmm. just amazing. So God, had planted that Good News Club in that school and knew before the foundations of the earth that your little granddaughter was going to be saved at that Mm -hmm. school's Good News Club. Precious, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That is so special. Yeah, it is. It's just so cool, though, as as we start opening ourselves to to the wonder of what Jesus puts on our radar, Mm. you know, what, how we get to join him. Yes. That is my passion, that indeed we can have these kind of conversations with God, with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, and learn different kinds of prayers. Because how one prayer, like the breath prayer, might feel comfortable to you mm-hmm. and imaginary prayer might feel comfortable to somebody else and mm-hmm. scriptural prayer might feel comfortable to somebody else you know mm-hmm. learning different kind of tools if you will makes a big difference that's amazing so scriptural meaning like praying through the verses yeah using verses in your prayer and putting your name in it mm-hmm. 
making it really personal. Um, yeah, making it very personal. Like the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Mm-hmm. So thinking about you in that scripture, mm-hmm. you know, the Lord yeah. is my shepherd, Doris, you're you're not going to be wanting for anything. Mm-hmm. He makes yeah. me lie down in green pastures. So yeah. really thinking, what is it that God is wanting to say to me in that yes. scripture? Beautiful. And then the bread prayers also invoke such a peacefulness just because our natural breathing and the rhythm of our breathing can bring so much calmness to even how our physical body functions or some of us gone through labor knows that breathing can really help alleviate pain or can really do a lot. So the breath prayers are really great intentional way to connect and help in the midst of our chaotic days. I suffer from anxiety, especially Mm -hmm. during the fall and winter. And so it's also brain-based. So it really helps in anxiety. So God knows how we're wired. Science just kind of comes along and figures it out as well. So, well, that's encouraging because more and more we hear so many do have issues with anxiety, and it's not something that they're choosing, but subconsciously it just kind of comes out based on things that are going on in their life or things that they are either concerned about the future or issues from their past or you know, a lot of different reasons. So connecting with God and refocusing the thoughts on him, as the word tells us in Philippians, you know, to just Mm -hmm. to think on the things that are pure and noble and those kind of Mm -hmm. godly thought at that moment and just the calmness of the breathing and all of that. That's really amazing. Mm -hmm. And how do you meet with your clients? Do you do it online? Uh, Do you do it personally face to face or? Yes. And yes, I do both. I have clients that I meet with on Zoom Mm -hmm. and I have clients that I meet face to face. So I I do both because it works well either way. Mm -hmm. And it's usually once a month for about an hour. Uh And so then it's it's so interesting to me too, Doris, because I will usually ask the client ahead of time, you know, what's kind of on their heart. But also God has been so gracious. We usually do some kind of scriptural prayer or something like that. And I'll ask him what it is he's interested in sharing kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And one recently on my way to to meet with someone, he changed the prayer on the way to the meeting. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, right then I can be flexible. That's right. And it was exactly what the client needed. And so it's, it's so cool being a part of that process, you know, to try and be sensitive to whatever it is that, because that's the difference really between spiritual direction and coaching, because spiritual direction really focuses on the relationship between the client and the spirit, Mm. God and Jesus and what the, what the client is wanting to explore with God. Where coaching really talks about what, it's still spiritual. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's really much more focused on what the client thinks kind of the path that they're focused on. Mm -hmm. So it's similar, but different. It's kind of hard to explain the difference, but the spiritual direction really does focus on the relationship between God. And I just kind of try and hold the space open. I notice things, you know, Mm -hmm. that's going on, but it's it's a very, very cool process of kind of just walking alongside. Yes. And you've done both, right? So would you say the coaching is like setting action step kind of thing? 
beings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say that there's not a place for both, mm -hmm. um, you know, because coaching helps people just move forward faster. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the idea of coaching. So um, the spiritual direction is pointed towards, you know, your spiritual transformation. That's really the point. And, and coaching, there's all facets of our life yes. that um, has where we need growth. Yeah. So uh, it's really good to have both. <laughs> You can kind of mesh that together. Yeah, that's know, right. Full way. It's kind of like a dance. Uh -huh. <laughs> kind of uh -huh. dance together. So that's exactly that's, right. That's a great way to think of it. So how uh -huh. can people connect with you, Nancy? I do a, a weekly blog. And so they can uh, sign up on my website at My Sacred Moments mm -hmm. with an S, www.mysacredmoments. And my weekly blog is about encouraging and inspiration for daily connections with God. And then on that website is a way to connect with me and uh, we can explore going forward with spiritual direction mm -hmm. if they would like to do that. So. Nice. Thank you for joining me today. Mm -hmm. It's been such a joy and a pleasure to talk with you about such wonderful, spiritually deep things. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like precious things like that story yeah. about your granddaughter. Just yeah makes us smile. Yeah. Well, you know, we can have two-way conversations with God. We just have to create that space and uh, time to listen. So Great. Well, thank you so much, Nancy. Well, we'll talk soon. Okay. Bye, friend. Thank you for listening today. I hope Nancy's message inspired you to have more two-way conversations with God. Nancy would love to connect with you and you can contact her at mysacredmoments.com or also you can email her at nancy at mysacredmoments.com and I will put all of those links in the episode notes so you can connect with her and follow her blog and get more information if you're interested in some spiritual direction. And I would love to connect with you as well. And if you hop on over to my blog at doraswift.com, you will find some free gifts. I have an ebook called Step Out of Your Doubt and Into Your Calling, a free download of fear-fighting Bible verses that you can print and keep them near if you're fighting fear or when that fear rises up. And I hope you'll join me next week when I meet with another woman who is taking action where her passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. I also hope that these stories will inspire you to do the same and to use your gifts to impact the world for Christ. Until then, have a blessed week, friend, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.